What is up guys welcome back to creeps in the crypt this is eric and as always i am joined by a disgusted christian and a traumatized sam oh come on ladies you only saw one of the documentaries on this shit <laughs> and i've got the images burned into my brain the titties i have i have to drink now Look, when i get home this is the first ufo episode we've really done since the ufos of brazil is it really? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a good while. And. Oh, well, we made up for it. Oh, guys, you are in for an intergalactic treat tonight. Is that what we're calling it? A treat? No, it's going to be called intergalactic intercourse. Well, I know that. Is it not terror? Some cosmic coitus. Close encounters of a sexual kind. Isn't that what that guy said? I'm not sure. How else can you get close encounters? I was too busy looking at the alien tits on the on the TV. They didn't even look weird. Why didn't they look weird? It just looked like they're, they're dude, so like right, a normal right, so, person. So if you don't know what we're referencing, we watched Love and Saucers. So when me and Christian were in Knoxville, I saw an Instagram post from Vice about a guy who paints aliens he had sex with. And that sent me down a rabbit hole of all sorts of these types of encounters. Of course it did. Eric's FBI agent in his phone is like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's a lot of like wrong links that I clicked where it was just like. Gray man. People dressed up as aliens boning everybody. Mm. Were they gray men? Not men. Lady grays. Mm. With big hooters. And a lot of... It, it was just very odd. The whole thing is very fucking odd. That is putting it lightly. But... is We'll talk about it more in a minute. But before we get into that... Do we have a new review? We have some new reviews. <gasps> Yay! Are they good? They are good. Okay, good. So, so far, so good. Let me pull up the reviews real quick because I saw them the other day. Whoop, whoop. I like that. So we have one new review since last week. Uh, excellent podcast from a friend of ours, our neighbor that I told about the podcast, Sharon. Oh, is it really? You fucking rock. Um, you have popped my podcast cherry. <laughs> fitting for this episode this this trio is after my cold dark heart i love your twisted sense of humor and look forward to your slippery slope of each podcast 
Mr. Salem and intern Lucy is a perfect addition to the show. Thank you for making my drive time more meaningful. Aww. Sharon, you're the best. Yes, we Thanks, appreciate Sharon. you. And I'm glad we popped your podcast, Cherry, because this episode is definitely going to rock your world. I think there's other cherries getting popped in this. It's, yeah, it's, it's not... Some ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Some ain't Just right. Just something? Just some one, ain't right. Some, some things. I mean, okay. Let, let's put it this way. I don't know if any of you have watched Love and Saucers. But if you have, tell us in the comments on our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And if you have not, it is listed on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. I paid $8.99 for this fucking documentary. It was worth it. It was I felt worth like it. It was worth it. It's worth the watch. It I would. I, let me put it this way: you it's have an something. option to pay three ninety nine to rent it. I would probably rent it and not buy it. But I'm a, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll watch it again eventually, sometime. It's when? It's, it's a fun thing to throw on the TV when you, you have company drive over. Acid and then watch that. No, but it's something funny to put on when you have company over. It makes them uncomfortable for sure. <laughs> That's what we want to do to our company: is make them uncomfortable. Yeah, I kind of like to watch people squirm. I watched Sam squirm for a little bit earlier. Especially in the uh, the painting of David had an alien tit in his mouth. Suckling. There was lots of suckling going you on. You made him rewind it. Yeah, she made I me rewind it. I happily missed it. Christian made me rewind the scene. I was like... I happily missed it. I was fine just typing like, away. No, if I had to see it, you have to see it. Misery loves company. You're welcome. I love you. I love you. It's great. It's great. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with all this. I don't know. <laughs> all just, you can think about is alien suckling. Uh, all I can think of is alien tits right now. This the, That gray had some big tits. That's all I'm saying. But they weren't gray. He didn't paint them gray. Well, the face was gray. It was like a gray alien with a, a fucking... Normal body. Uh, party city wig on and big tits. Yes. Yes. I mean that was that was pretty much it. I'm slightly disappointed in the depiction. Mm. Wasn't like she like much larger than her? Or than he said much larger and stronger. Well, that was one of them. That wasn't the main one. Oh. <clears throat> he had multiple. But encounters. he had he had sex with that one too. But before before we go any further, we are sitting, getting so ahead. Our listeners we, are we like, are really, where are you guys going? really ahead because we're in left field right now we're not covering david huggins until the end of the episode mm-hmm. we're that, saving the best for last yeah because it is just he is wild something. he's something all right i don't think there's anybody in human history that's fucked more alien sniz why than, do you uh, see look she's disgusted by that word I'm disgusted by that word. Sniz is like such a disgusting word. He's got so much alien sniz, bro. That is not even a word. It is a word. Says it's who? Eric. It's a word. Sniz, sniz is slang for pussy. Sorry to break it to you. Since when? Since. It's I, like a, I don't know. I heard it on like Matt and Shane's secret podcast. Like that's what Shane Gillis refers to pussy as a sniz. I've never even heard of that man. Getting some sniz. He was the dude that was blacklisted on SNL, but we're not here for that. We're here for some intergalactic intercourse. So, Sam, take that shit away. 
I'd like to forget it. Anyway. I got moonshine there. downstairs for that. I have to drive home. <laughs> well, then you're fucked. I sure am. Not even in a good way. Enjoy she the bad memories. She's going to see like a thing in the sky. She's like, no, no, they're abducting me. Well, they better fucking Okay, so before we go any further, it is only men we're looking at that are being abducted this evening. Of course it is. Maybe in a part two down the road, we're not going to do these back to back, but I have enough stories for at least four parts right now. I'm pretty sure that my... Uh, to intergalactic intercourse, part one, two, three, and four. Can I include my I'm never grade, driving 31 My 10th grade art teacher, I'm pretty sure, was abducted and had sex with aliens. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Of course it would be an art teacher. Art teachers are weird. Yeah, they really are. I've this never woman, had a normal art teacher. If you're in my our whole teacher, life. we love you, but you we love this, you for your weirdness. If you knew this woman, yes. you'd be like, she definitely had sex with aliens. I have never had a normal art teacher. Ever. A gray finger popped my asshole. Oh, hell. Shut up. There's nice. <laughs> anyway. Ugh. All right, Sam, take this shit out. There's a surprisingly large number of people who claim to have sex with aliens from those who claim to have been forced to willing participants. Since 1957 and the height of the flying saucer era, people have claimed to have had sex with aliens. Never thought I'd be talking about this in my <laughs> I love it, dude. This this episode is making you just squirm, and it's just the <laughs> funniest thing to me. Not even in a good me. way. Some it might by the end of it. This is like Fifty Shades of Grey's. Fuck off! Oh wow! <laughs> oh my god, that might be the fucking episode title. <laughs> I might change the shit from Intergalactic Intercourse to Fifty Shades of Grey's. You should. I might. Fuck off. Some to some claim to have some claim to have fathered hybrid I can't even talk have fathered hybrid children. Others claim to have been subjected to humiliating abuse. Fifty Shades of Grace. I would consider this That's the episode abuse. title, dude. That's the fucking episode <laughs> title. Alright, we got there, folks. The first case of sexual contact in our flying saucer era was experienced by Antonio Villas Boas? Yep, Boas. Don't tell me if I said that wrong. No, you said it right. Okay, perfect. In South America. I'm just calling him Antonio from now on. At the time of his alleged abduction, Antonio was a 23-year-old Brazilian farmer who was working at night to avoid the hot temperatures of the day. On October 16, 1957, he was plowing fields when he saw what he described as a, quote, red star in the night sky. According to his story, this star approached his position, growing in size until it became recognizable as a roughly circular or egg-shaped aerial craft with a red light at its front and a rotating cupola? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. On top. I don't even know what that is. So think of it as like a... Yeah, it's like a little... Like a a a flying software? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The craft began descending to land in the field, extending three legs as it did so. So it's sitting like, like a regular UFO would. Basically. As if I've seen so many. 
But like as it in like all the movies and like cartoons and stuff, like yeah. Marvin the Martians, like that's what I'm envisioning right now. Don't take it away from me. At that point, Antonio decided to run. It's funny you say that though, because a lot of these stories I've listened to a, a lot this to, of different stories and read about a different bunch of stories, and a lot of them is it's very reminiscent of Marvin the Martian. I love him; he's so funny. Except there's fucking involved. Marvin the Martian would never, mm-hmm. unless it was maybe a rabbit. And he might want to fuck a rabbit. I don't know. They are rascally. He 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 would. His arch nemesis was like Bugs Bunny. I thought Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny were. The, Bugs Bunny was everybody's arch nemesis. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he was like the. That's fair. The anti-hero of the story. I love Bugs Bunny. Pretty much love all the Looney Tunes. Anyway. According to Antonio, he first attempted to leave the scene on his tractor, which wouldn't be going very fast on a tractor. Look, but, man, if a UFO is chasing after you, you're using anything you can. I'm pretty sure you can run faster than a tractor. Oh, no, they, they get pretty fast. Really? Yeah. I've never been on a fast tractor in my whole life. You throw that mission to fourth gear, and you can, you can get up and go. Depends but, on the, the horsepowers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But when its lights and engine died after traveling only a short distance, he decided to continue on foot. So the tractor dies. However, he was... Which happens a lot with alien abduction cases. The car all stopped. Like, remember when we we covered the Flatwoods monster and Mm -hmm. the car, uh, and the second sighting, the car stopped Mm -hmm. just mysteriously? That happens over and over again in abduction cases, which we will find out a ton about this year because we have a ton of ufo shit planned for this year so hopefully no more fucking aliens no we'll save that again for next year thank you we might do one of these a year just as like a fun little is it fun is it fun eric for it him it, it is pretty fun for me however he was seized by a five foot tall humanoid how tall is this guy Maybe like five eight, five nine. Okay. Who? So this humanoid was wearing gray coveralls and a helmet. Its eyes were small and blue, and instead of speech, it made noises like barks or yelps. Three similar beings then joined the first in subduing Antonio, and they dragged him inside their craft. Once inside the craft, Antonio said that he was stripped off his stripped of his clothes. And covered from head to toe with a strange gel. Yeah. I can only imagine. They lubed him up, man. Interesting. He was then led into a large semicircular room through a doorway that had strange red symbols written over it. Like fucking fertility symbols. He actually wrote... He actually, like, remembered these symbols through... And, like, wrote them down. Very strange. This room that the beings took samples of Antonio's blood from his chin. Very odd place to take. Well, they basically, like, put a chalice up to his chin. They had, like, very sharp edges and poured the blood into a chalice to collect the sample. They didn't use a syringe or anything. It was like a... 
serrated chalice. After this, he was then taken into a third room and left alone for around half an hour. During this time, some kind of smoke was pumped into the room, which made Antonio become violently ill. Shortly after this, Antonio claimed that he was joined in the room by another humanoid. This one, however, was female, very attractive, and naked. She was the same height as the other beings he had encountered, with a small pointed chin and large blue cat-like eyes. The hair on her head was long and white, but her underarm and pubic hair were bright red. The carpets did not match the drapes. Let's just put it that way. Antonio said he was strongly attracted to the woman and the two had sex. During this act, Antonio noted that the female did not kiss him, but instead nipped him on the chin. Where the blood was. So this is like fucking, like what, blood? Isn't it called like blood play or whatever? I don't know. This (gasps) is... These aliens got all the kinks, man. I think this is more than Fifty Shades. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway. That's a whole another thing to unpack. I I need to unpack a lot in this. This is this is a lot. Break out the intergalactic dildos. Fuck. <laughs> How many tentacles do they have? Hopefully none. I don't know, man. It's, I have a feeling it's going to end up looking like a hentai by the end, by the time it's done. I'm so glad that I've never seen one of those. Just eldritch, eldritch penises everywhere, looking like an HP Lovecraft novel, full of dicks. Full of dicks. When it was all over, the female smiled at Antonio, rubbing her belly. And gestured upward. I feel like that's like the most horrifying part where she's like, Haha, I've got you like, now. Yeah, I feel fuck? like she did that. I feel like Christian did that to me the first time we hooked up. It's like, I got you now. It's all over for you. Mm. How right she was. Yeah, it was, uh, it was all downhill from there. She had me in her clutches. It was easy. It, it was. <laughs> Antonio took this to mean that she was going to raise their child in space. The female seemed relieved that their task was over, and Antonio himself said that he felt angered by the situation because he felt as though he had been a little more than a, quote, good stallion for the humanoids. He was, like, all (laughs) pissed. Like, all in all, the experience was good for him Mm -hmm. because he felt nothing more than, like, other than being irritated that they looked at him as breeding stock, that was it. Like, there was no traumatic shit and psychological scars that have left, like, left their imprints over time. It was just like, well, you know, yeah, I mean, I fucked an alien, and then they just didn't talk to me anymore after I got done. They, they hyped me up, and then... They got ghosted. Yeah, he got ghosted by the aliens. Damn. I mean, I've been ghosted, but... Not by a UFO. <laughs> not by an alien. Yeah, well, you're still young, Sam. There's still time. No. No, there's not. You're going to come back next week and be like, I got fucked by an E.T. <laughs> E.T. I will home. not come back. 
Mm-hmm. Will not come back. E.T. Phone home. And I, I don't know how to sh- feel about it. I will ghost you guys if you guys attract a fucking oh, alien no. towards me. Well, we'll have to hold auditions for a new co-host that is cool with possibly being raped by aliens. That's fine. It ain't me. Someone somewhere is into that kink. Mm-hmm. And uh, it ain't me. You're, you're not about it? No. You're not, you're not about holding... Holding down the alien baby train? Fuck no. One human one of me is bad enough. Yeah, you could be having your gene pool off world. Well, they raise it. You don't even have to raise it. I have to grow it. God knows what that... I'm, yeah, not, I'm, I'm not even discussing this anymore. You'll be she's blacked not, out. You won't know. She's not entertaining anymore. No. I'm not growing an alien fetus inside me. Wait till we Absolutely cover not. alien breeding programs. Just we're, we're dipping our toe in the water on this it's, episode. I'm not liking the temperature. Mm. It's, it is hot in her. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I like it hot. This, it, I don't. This is gold. This is so, like gray and cramp, like clammy. Ooh. I don't like clammy. I'm. I'm <sighs> Hard pass. Antonio said that. There you go, Sam. Eric's <laughs> disgusted. It's not just you. I can <laughs> I can also be versatile and disgust him. Perfect. Put a match. <clears throat> <clears throat> Antonio said that he was then given back his clothing and taken on a tour of the ship by the humanoids. During this tour, he said that he attempted to take a clock-like device as proof of his encounter. He's basically shoplifting the alien ship. Of course he was. I mean, he needed... I mean, I take a souvenir, too. He's like, I need proof. I fucked an alien and all I got was this lousy clock. Maybe a scar on his chin. I don't fucking know. So, he tries to take the clock as proof of his encounter, but he gets caught. And they're just like, mm, nope, sorry, you can't do that. He was then escorted off the ship and watched as it took off, glowing brightly. When Antonio returned home, he discovered that four hours had passed. Hmm. Following this alleged event, Boaz claimed to have suffered from nausea, weakness, as well as headaches and lesions on the skin, which appeared without any kind of light bruising. Eventually, he contacted journalist Jose Martins, who had placed an ad in a newspaper looking for people who had had experiences with UFOs. Upon hearing Antonio's story, uh, Jose contacted Dr. Olavo Fontes, of the National School of Medicine of Brazil. Olavo was also in contact with the American UFO Research Group, APRO. Olavo examined the farmer, so Antonio, and concluded that he had been exposed to a large dose of radiation from some source and was now suffering from a mild radiation poisoning. Interesting. Hmm. So they take your sperm and they poison you? Well, I you reckon s- so. You see that a lot in like s- a lot of Clubs abduction. Well, <laughs> sh- 
holy shit. Is that why they're all closed now? I was going to say gushing cases, but not clubs in Myrtle Beach. Oh, no. <laughs> they oh, take your sperm and they poison you. That, that tracks. Somehow that tracks. Alcohol poisoning, some kind of something. Yeah, you know. Among Antonio's symptoms were pains throughout the body, nausea, headaches, loss of appetite, ceaselessly burning sensations in the eyes, cutaneous lesions at the slightest of bruising, which went on appearing for months, looking like small reddish nodules harder than the skin around them and protuberant, which is like protruding, right? Mm -hmm. Painful when touched, each with a small central orifice yielding a yellowish, thin, watery discharge. He basically <clears throat> had, like, face gonorrhea. Damn it. It was on his face? He, he, damn near full body gonorrhea. Ew. Aliens are gross. He, he got, like. Y'all need to wash your it, space pussies. Just saying. Wash your space coochies. Yep. Fucking get tested. For real. No, thank you. In multiple galaxies. Galaxy wide. Have you ever looked up the Milky Way waffle? Uh, oh my god, I'm so disgusted. Did you just really bring that into this? Yeah, I did. The Milky Way waffle? I'm, I hate it here. What is that? Well, I basically took the like blue waffle and made it from outer space. Did he just use discharge as a fucking segue into a fucking blue waffle? My energy drink is blue. Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. I said the Milky Way waffle. Uh, we all know what you meant. I'm sorry. That was that was reactive. I couldn't help myself. Christian is hurled everywhere. Just basically. Where's Lucy at? I need my I need my I need catch a support kitty. cat. I need a support cat right now. I need my catch kitty. Send in the podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasts. Where's the internet? That's the one that's supposed to take uh, this. They, they don't want any part of this episode. They were too <laughs> disgusted by it. This is this is my brainchild. At the end of the day, <laughs> you would. As soon as I saw the story, you like, would oh, be the one to discuss the intern and the executive producer. Mm. Both did not want to be involved. In yeah, this. I told them about. It. They're like, mm, don't do this episode. Hey, speaking of which, with the intern and the. Uh, executive producer if you guys want to continue seeing them we'll talk about them at the end of the show but we do post them a lot yeah we do like to post them on our socials because they're so cute they're silly so the skin surrounding the wounds presented a hyperchromatic violet tinged area that just mean pretty colors that's Super what it sounds bruised. like No, thank you. Mm. If you bruise easy, that would essentially be it. I don't know if I bruise Bro easy. Bro is over here getting iron deficiency, space gonorrhea, an unwedged or a wedlock child. What else could go wrong? He's so just like, a farmer in Brazil. I have a feeling like, I'm going to tell you. I need space penicillin. <laughs> it's the only thing that's going to clear this thought- up. I thought that with the gonorrhea, they just like put a hammer to it and like got rid of the pus. 
What? I heard that from somebody. They like hit your dick with a hammer if you get gonorrhea and it makes all the pus come out. What the fuck? You might as well just cut it off for space gonorrhea. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I heard that somewhere. I heard they test it with a Q-tip up your dick hole. No, I never heard that. I heard they like. No, I that, heard that. That's how they test for I heard they like put STDs. Your dick on like a on a like table and like hit it with like a. a I mallet. don't know. I've never had gonorrhea. Thank the Lord. Knock on wood. I just keep getting further traumatized from this <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. I Can we go so back to talking about murder now? That soothes me. <laughs> <laughs> murder is... Children being murdered is better than this episode. Okay, maybe not Hear the Oklahoma Girl Sam. Scout murders. Not that one. Well, that. Don't worry, guys, because next week Sam's bringing all the child death that she can bring. Mm. She's going to need it to make up from all this. Well, She's yeah. going to need trauma to I, forget I this trauma. I wanted to bring something fun and lighthearted. And uh, fun for who? You and now we're talking about smacking dicks with hands. You have just made this episode just filth. It's just filth, Christian. Says he who wants to talk about alien intercourse. Eric, you brought up I, a fucking creamy alien okay, oh, hold, hold on now. Hold on now. That was just funny. What was you it? did was just disgusting. Was disgusting and sad. Eric, you made both me and Sam gag. Well, you know. All right. Well, I, I'll bring this question up at the end. Continue, Sam. I'm scared for the question. Antonio needs to stop messing with dirty bitches. Facts. Just saying. From space. Dirty bitches He from needs space. to wear a fucking Jimmy hat. Yep. Antonio's <laughs> bitches better be wearing Jimmy's. <laughs> Aren't those sprinkles? Yeah, the condoms, Jimmy's? Sam. No, they're condoms. I've never heard it called that before. What? Literally never that's in my life. That's some old school shit. What are those? That's that's for our listeners over the age of thirty-eight. The Jimmy Hat. Yeah, like the they have all fun to names. I'm just rubbers. Yeah, rubbers. I, okay, yep, that one. You never heard Jimmy's? Nope. I Two things I don't fuck with: rattlesnakes and condoms. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's some insight into Sam that I was not expecting. <laughs> I'm dead. Because <laughs> this both makes so much sense. I don't fuck with either of those, so. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Antonio was able to recall every detail of his purported experience without the need for a hypnotic regression therapy. Further, Antonio's experience occurred in 1957, which was still several years before the famous abduction of Betty and Barney Hill. Which, which we will cover yes. later this well, not that like far next away. Month. Um, not, my, not February, but March, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Betty and Barney Hill made the concept of alien abduction famous and opened the door to many other reports of similar experiences. But this predates the, yeah. the Hill abductions, which those are just horrifying. I don't think I've ever... I, 
I think I heard it on Supernatural with Ashley Flowers. Um, Maybe. I have some audio clips from that that are just very traumatic. Can't wait. This makes this shit look like a walk in the park. Now I'm scared. Uh, you know, you get sucked off by a gray. It looks big in her mouth because it's a very small slit. The Betty and Barney Hill stuff on a whole nother level. Can't wait. It's like they're doing checkups. No, I'm scared. All over again. So Antonio later became a lawyer and married and had four children. He has stuck to the story of his alleged abduction for his entire life. Though some sources say he died in 1992, he died January 17th, 1991, which is very scarily close to when my mom would have gotten pregnant with me. Are you saying you're the reincarnation? Of I fucking hope not. A man who was raped by an alien? I, I hope not. That would be very awkward for me. And we have a friend who could possibly be the reincarnation Ted Bundy. But, <laughs> you know, this is what it is. Yeah, I mean, honest to God, he came out unscathed in this incident. The next guy we're going to talk about, not so lucky. Well, and that man is uh, Peter Corey? Yep, mm -hmm. Peter Corey. That is not phonetically sound. Well, all right. So Peter Corey is an Iranian guy that moved to Australia and married a Greek woman. So. Did he change his last name? No, 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 no. I just added that. Oh. For context. Oh, well, it literally says Peter Corey moved from Lebanon to Australia in 1970. There you go. But I didn't have the part about his Greek wife. I mean, he says where he met his wife and got a job and then opened oh, his own okay. construction well, business into the construction industry. There we go. Mm -hmm. So I did add that. I forgot. So anyway... There are no prerequisites that this person is prone to insanity. So he's just like a pretty normal guy with his normal wife who owns a construction company, just living his happiest little life. Until he wasn't. Yeah. What is this, Dateline? <laughs> I'm glad you got that reference. Oh, my God. <laughs> the mystery of the chopped up guy. <laughs> her arms were cut off. Her legs were cut off. <laughs> the semen was found under the stove. I fucking can't. The year 1988 came and the couple first encountered an unusual phenomenon. They saw strange moving lights in the sky. However, both did not attach significant importance to this since the lights in the sky may have been may have different origins. They couldn't even imagine what Peter would have would have to go through in the near future. In July of the same year, so 1988, Peter was sleeping soundly when suddenly he felt someone grab his ankles, which is a, I mean, it's not so irrational fear of mine. Well, don't I'm get around Lucy. Lucy loves to grab ankles. 
I mean, that, a, a kitty cat paws are different than a freaking human. Well, that's uh, not human. Yeah, but like, it's not human. Grabbing my ankles, uh-uh, that is a good way to get rocked in the shit. No. And then they're entering you not long after that. <laughs> it's a good way to get your shit rocked. You're not paralyzed. You can't fight back. They cosbied you. Oh, my God. No. It's... Is Bill Cosby a fucking alien? Interstellar Cosby. No, he's just a rapist. Oh, Interstellar okay. Cosby's, though. Interstellar like, Here's Cosby's. a drink, Sam. And then you're like, oh, no, you're an alien. And then you're paralyzed. And then you get boofed by an alien. I love how you call it boofing. But fucked. By an alien. I do not that? give consent for that. Well, it, nobody else does either. Well. Because we haven't even gotten to probing. This is just the fun stuff. This is fun? This is the fun it stuff. It doesn't seem fun. Well, this is never who Peter, at least. Fifty Shades of Grey, bro. I hate it here. <laughs> Numbness and paralysis gripped Peter's body while he continued to remain conscious. Suddenly, he saw about four strange figures next to the bed. Telepathically, they conveyed to him the idea that he did not resist and relaxed. Then they took out a large needle, but then Peter lost consciousness. After a while, Peter woke up and immediately ran into the living room in search of his relatives. He found his father and brother asleep. Peter interviewed them and found out that it seemed to them no more than 10 minutes had passed since they fell asleep. Although, in fact, an hour had passed. By the way, the needle mark on Peter's head still remained, which his wife could confirm. So what's interesting about the the father and brother is they're notoriously light sleepers. Mm -hmm. And it was just like they both just like blacked out at the same time and they were like groggy as shit it's like somebody just turned off turned on the off switch or I'd hit like, the off switch i'd like for someone to hit my off switch so i can get a good night's sleep that'd be nice and then rape you no that's that a, is not a, what i said spaceship no well not that part that's what you're getting i don't want that i just want to sleep that's it nope that's not how it goes well, you're I don't getting, want an you're alien getting probed by an alien. That's that's at the end. Uh, hard pass. So no sleep for Sam and no probing. No, no probing. Mm. But thanks for the offer. I didn't offer. Well, you sure seem to be offering me up for services I didn't sign up for. It's just you're the you're the one who's the most complaining about it. Christian's like, eh, eh. You can get probed. I don't want to get probed. I mean, well, well, we'll we'll save that at the end. I have more of a chance of finding some creepy cryptid. You want to be fucked by Bigfoot? Probably. No, the Jersey Devil. Oh, I bet he's got a fucking hammer. <laughs> I bet he throws a hammer. <laughs> Great. Now I have to compete with cryptids. Uh, well... I'd rather compete with a five foot gray alien than, than you never Sasquatch. know. The little ones can surprise you. Sasquatch would tear you in half. 
Sorry. I'm thinking gray man, tiny dick energy. Mm. I don't know. You never know. Little ones can surprise you sometimes. Mm. Well, they're using objects and tools and stuff. Uh, Maybe they don't have any then. I don't know. They have nothing. They're eunuchs. Well, they got something, as we'll find out later. All right, well, guess what? Next time we go to the Pine Barrens, I will make sure to bring my tape measure out. Next time we go, and we've never been. The Jersey Devil's dick. It's a horse cock. I hate to tell you, it's a horse cock. It's a fucking horse cock. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. She's like, sign me up. (laughs) Great. Now where's my waiver? Now I'm gonna have nightmares about you being fucked by the Jersey Devil tonight. That's great. Well, listen, you know it's your payback for making me and Sam listen to this episode and read it and live it. We watched an hour documentary before we recorded this. By the way, everyone. It was we a saw lot. A painting. The images are burned into their head. I can't wait for tomorrow when I can drink. Oh, man. We See, that's why I drink tomorrow? tonight, because me and Christian are not drinking uh, for the month of February. And we're oh. recording this on January 31st. I mean, I'm not, I, didn't, I didn't do dry January or anything. Uh, we're doing dry February. Yeah. I just haven't had the chance to drink until tomorrow night. Oh, there you go. Well, turn up. So. I mean, I offered you moonshine tonight. I have to drive home. Mm. And it's... 45 minute drive. Yeah. No. With alien sightings. I'm not driving down 31. Mm. Just see a blue light, pick your car up. I will shit my pants. They're like, it's okay. And you just black out and you're like, oh, fuck it. You wake up in your, your front yard. I will shit my pants. No, sir. I don't know if the aliens like shitty pants. Good. Then I am absolutely shitting my pants. I don't think they care. <laughs> I don't They're like. I remember shitting my pants. Why is there no shit in my pants? <laughs> oh no! They clean you and then they probe you. Yeah. They clean your shitty pants. It's like Whitley Strivers communion up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you get. I don't probed, know what that son. means, and I think I'm glad. You've never, you've never read uh, communion. Oh, it's a great book. You should read it. I'm skeptical. Anyway, the meeting on July 23rd, 1992, began at 7.30 a.m. Peter was in his bed. It's also known that shortly before these events, Peter was injured at work and had to take painkillers. Peter was... He got jumped. He, got, he basically got, like, mugged. So these dudes, Peter. these dudes hit him with, like, a fucking shovel in the head. Basically. Poor Peter. He was alone at home as he'd already managed to take his wife to work and he planned to sleep after. Suddenly, he woke abruptly and sat up. Two humanoid women were sitting on the bed, both completely naked. Oh, that's hot. These two women looked human in almost every way. They had the well-built bodies of adult women. One had an Asian type of appearance some kind of Asian. The hair was dark, straight to the shoulders. The eyes were also dark. The other had a European type of appearance, resembling Scandinavians with long, flowing hair to the middle of the back, as well as light eyes. And if you remember the last abduction story, the sexual abduction, mm-hmm. the woman had blonde hair and blue cat-like eyes. 
Mm-hmm. So you're seeing similarities here. A little bit. Peter felt that these were probably not people. No shit. No shit, Peter. The uncanny valley, man. Wow, you're Captain Obvious. Their facial features were slightly different from the usual ones to our eyes. They were overly chiseled with high cheekbones and slightly enlarged eyes. Peter paid special attention to the blonde. Her face seemed too long to him. Sarah Jessica Parker. Don't you hate on SJP like that. No, sir. Oh, that was funny. I love Sarah Jessica Parker. The aliens sat in silence. It seemed to Peter that they were communicating with each other telepathically. He understood that he did not have time to do anything, and it's not entirely clear how these two creatures ended up in his house and on his bed. Suddenly, a Nordic-looking alien grabbed the back of his head and forcibly pressed him against his brute. He's a cosmo cuck. Mm. He's like, suck my alien wife's tit. Okay. Peter resisted, but the forces were unequal. But Peter managed to bite her breast with such force that a piece of it remained in his mouth. Yeah, he bit her tit off. What the fuck? Yeah, bro, this is not a fun story. So I I want to do a, a kiss slap kiss with this. So it's like, uh, fun when they're, uh, yeah, I, I fucked an alien. And this one's like, I was raped by aliens. And the next one's like, I had a long lasting uh, fuck ship with aliens. We're getting there, Eric. An entanglement, huh? if you will. We're getting there with the entanglements with the aliens. This is a good one. The blonde did not give a sign about the soreness of the sensations, however. She showed with all her appearance that this is not how it should happen. Yeah, this, the, is, this is like disgusting to a, a toy box level, like toy box killer level. Like, I'll, if you do anything that pisses me off, I'll cut your tits off. No, thank you. Then she exchanged glances with the Asian woman, and the thought appeared in her head that I had done something wrong. So I guess that's... That Peter had done something. The aliens are like, the human is not supposed to bite the nipple off. You stayed in his mouth. He started choking on it. Gross. Yeah. It's not, It's kind of like that. Uh, Do you ever see Mars Attacks? No. Oh, God. You need to see fucking Mars Attacks. Well, anyway. There's a scene where uh, one of the Martians comes down dressed as a human woman, mm-hmm. but it's clearly not a human woman, and she she picks up Martin Short mm-hmm. and bites Martin Short's finger off. But uh, that's what it, that's what this makes me think of, like legitimately. That's what this makes me think of. Instinctively, Peter tried to swallow the bite that stuck in his throat. When Peter started coughing, the aliens disappeared. Immediately, he tried to clear his throat, but the attempts were unsuccessful. After Peter examined himself, he found two strands of white hair on his genitals. 
It was Edgar Winter. He put them in a plastic bag for further sending of the of these proofs for examination. And so the blonde hair was quite thin and almost transparent. There were no traces of chemical staining as a result of the examination. DNA was isolated using PCR for the purity of the experiment. Hair samples were also taken from Peter and his wife. If Peter was able to isolate DNA, it turned out that it was not possible to do this with his wife just because of... The carpets didn't match the drapes. As a result of the study of samplings of blonde hair, it was found that <coughs> despite the external description of the alien as a representative of the Europid mm-hmm. race, I am batting a thousand with these words, DNA did not confirm the diligence of this type of people. In addition, the sample showed five distinctive markers that characterize the Asian subgroups of the racial type. Within the framework of this article, we will not describe the features of DNA analysis in detail, giving the only conclusions of the examination. It's quite obvious that we are observing an anomaly in DNA that probably has nothing to do with human DNA or is a derivative of it. Hmm. So they could have been from Earth originally, but have evolved beyond the point. Interesting. Anything that resembles us genetically. So this is like a gener like a think like two different subspecies. Hmm. So we're a subsect and they're a subsect. We can we can cross breed, but that's it. Okay. So there you go. I mean, that's kind of my theory on the whole thing, but. Now we move on to David Huggins. Mm. This is this guy. Holy shit. Loving saucers, guy. Yeah, yeah. if you want to see this dude, and I will be posting his artwork all over the Instagram for the next week. Um, it, It's quite phenomenal. It's something special. It's something special. Out of this world. It's unique. It is unique. I will give him that. It is very unique. David Huggins is a painter from Hoboken, New Jersey, whose work is primarily dedicated to illustrating his lifelong experiences as an alien abductee so he's from hoboken so he's like the well he's from georgia but he lives in hoboken so he hails from hoboken by way of georgia yes he's frosting cakes like the cake boss he's frosting something he's frosting aliens (laughs) pussy he made her a twinkie not a not a toaster strudel Mm. i don't know there's a lot there's a lot of cum in this story. And she's a Twinkie in each story. Damn those cream pies. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, milk cream. Are they buttercream? Don't you ruin those. Maybe a little Debbie. Don't you ruin it, milk cream pies for me. I love those. I mean Me too. She's a Twinkie. Her goddamn name runs with croissant. 
Grassy? It doesn't rhyme with it. It's close enough. That doesn't rhyme. It doesn't rhyme. You're right. But it's close enough. What does what a croissant have to do with it? Well, the alien's name was Crescent, but we'll okay, get but to that. What does the croissant have to do with it? It just makes me think of food when I see the word Crescent. Oh, okay. Eric's on his diet, so he's just, he, everything is food related. Including alien pussy. <laughs> is it like a croissant? So it's flaky? Ew! Well, it could be. I don't know. I've never had alien pussy before, but here it's we probably, are. It's probably flaky. Ew. Just peeling back layers like a fucking onion. I'm Dude, sorry. what the fuck, man? <laughs> no. Talk about a star crunch. Fuck off. I love those things, and now I don't. I'm good on that now. Thank you. No problem. Glad I could help. If you're hitting it from the back, is it a ho-ho? <laughs> it might be. Space theme a ho ho, and there you go. If you hit it in the, if you fuck her in the butt, it's a cosmic bread. God damn it, she beat me to it. God damn it. Is the alien trying to see your ding dong? Well, this is now a podcast about alien sex and snack cakes. So I hope you're all happy. When did the zebra case come in? That's what I need to know. When they abduct a Barney Hill. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. All right. Let's, let's let Sam collect yourself. I feel like we're just trying to find out how many of these little snack cakes that we can ruin for Sam. You will never ruin cosmic brownies for me. Ever. Those have me in a like, It's my first time. I guess we're going to make a strawberry shortcake. <laughs> oh, oh no. no. Be gentle, Glip Glop. It's my first time. Which actually ties into this story because. We'll get there. Somebody <laughs> loses their virginity to an alien. So here we go. The experiences David describes and paints are not unlike the established alien script that he that's been propagated throughout America for over half a century. He claims that when he was 17, he lost his virginity to an alien. So David is originally from Paulding County, Georgia, which is outside of Marietta. It's mainly farmland and he grew up Pentecostal. I just figured I'd just throw a little tidbit in there. His childhood was strange, to say the least. He claims that he could see things that no one else in his family could see. His first alien encounter was when he was about eight. He was outside at the base of a tree when he heard a voice that said, David, turn around. So he does, and he sees a little hairy man with glowing eyes. It's like a baby Bigfoot. It does kind of look like a little baby Bigfoot. The painting looks like a baby Bigfoot. It does. His second encounter was in 1952, and he was out by the barn when he saw this, what he describes as a praying mantis type of creature, and it sprays this gray liquid on him. 
David takes off running, but as he's running, he notices that the liquid is rapidly evaporating. So once again, he's sprayed down with some type of alien lubricant. Ew, David. So, I mean, he's not getting shoved full body into an alien badge, but... Not yet. Something is. But that harkens back to our first story when uh, Boas was... Well, they don't like anything dry. Rub down with... Well, you wouldn't want to go down a dry water slide. (laughs) Well, that tells me that these aliens can't produce, like, any type of... Self-lubricating. Yeah, they are not self-lubricating. They're dry. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Well, maybe they're they're not turned on by human penises. Well, then why are they fucking him? Because it's the only way we can reproduce... They can reproduce. Are you an alien? Maybe. Ew, you fuck dry? What? That's what I got out of that. Where was I? Oh, I'm sorry. I was time traveling somewhere. I was time traveling. Are you okay? No. You having a stroke? Maybe. I don't know. After listening to this story, I might have a fucking stroke. You're going to end up with a Milky Way waffle if you're not careful. Oh, my God. Lucy! I need an intern support. (laughs) So, one night... He's still kind of little. I didn't. He was like around eight years old, I think. Uh, for this next one? Oh, for the first one. Yeah, he was. I'm not sure. I forgot this to This dude grab. was abducted like 70 fucking times. It, it it's been... hard to keep up. Yeah. So. Like we tried our damnedest to like document as much as possible. My little fingers were going as fast as lightning. And we we literally got the research for this this case from the documentary. Yeah, it's it's a wild ride from here on out. So to hear his whole story, buckle check the out fuck the in. So there are he describes four four different aliens over Breed, the course like species of yeah. aliens. So we've got the little furry guy with with glowing eyes, little baby, baby Sasquatch. Yep, baby Bigfoot. And then. We have the little gray ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which she's had multiple encounters which, with. I feel like grays are just like kind of boring and contrived. They wear cute little blue jumpsuits, though, and his pictures are adorable. I'm going to get you one. And they're not trying to fuck him. Can he be stuffy? A little stuffed animal one? No, I was going to get you one of his actual paintings for your birthday. Which one? Is it like, the titties? Well, I was going to get the print. Of, of like the little gray aliens abducting him. I like that painting. That was so cute. They're just like holding on to him like yeah. Peter Pan. <laughs> they're literally, yeah, they're like fairies. <laughs> like Peter Pan taking him to Neverland. Which, oh I'll get God. more into that later. But Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, like no, Peter you're Pan. not wrong. I like that one. <laughs> He's so cute. Anyway, so one night, the little gray ones... So he views these little gray ones as the like worker bees. Yeah, of, they're, they're like drones. Yeah, the itty bitty ones. At least they look they look itty bitty in his paintings. I would say they're they're close to the same height as the uh, the little Sasquatch. How tall was he? He couldn't have been that tall. Hopefully it's like not. a short little furry man. That's how he described him. So yeah, but how I'm short. 
Well, he was eight at the time, so I was, I'm assuming this thing's shorter than him during the first sighting. Listen, kids are big these days, okay? Well, this was during the 70s, Sam. Well, I hope he was smaller than me. <laughs> so anyway, he describes these little gray ones. He, he considers them to be the little workers. They come into his room at night, and they bring him outside to their spacecraft. And then they start floating up to get inside. I don't know how old he was at this point. I'm thinking, like, maybe 12. I don't know. Um... They, once they get in the craft, he sees a tall female being holding a long rod-like tool, and it inserts it up his nose. And he cries out, you hurt me, you hurt me. And she replies with, let me see, and looks into David's eyes, and he said that the pain instantly just went away. This is my nose, dildo. You will not feel any pain. No, thank you. David was walking in, the, so this is a different time. David was walking in the woods when he sees, is he, this, is, this is his 17, he's 17 in this story. He's walking in the woods when he sees a woman and she starts walking towards him. And he says that he got aroused very quickly and quote directly from the horse's mouth says, couldn't get his pants down fast enough. Hell yeah, dude. Man, at 17, I would have fucked the shit out of an alien if it showed up and it was just like, here it is. And I'd be like, all right, I'm game. Then you get space gonorrhea. Or I get space babies. Yeah, I'm not sure which is worse. Mm. Mm. You know, the only difference between kids and AIDS is one letter. (laughs) The jaws that just hit the floor. Did you just make that association? Fuck them kids. (laughs) Fuck AIDS. Fuck kids. Both. I just ru- I just ruined everything for these two. The jo- like if, I wish you guys could have. Why are we not filming this show? That's, that's you said I'm you saying. didn't want to. That's uh, why because I don't have the space for camera equipment or the computers. I can't with you anymore. It was I'm great. That was great. Just the jaws that just dropped at the all the same. It was in unison. It was beautiful. <laughs> You it's have embarrassed beautiful. Bartholomew. You have embarrassed Sam. Bartholomew, get him. I have brought shame upon my family. Yep. And that's okay. Anyway. So, David lays down on the ground. He is pantsless. From, he's, he doesn't have any pants on. He's, he says, let me injure you. He literally ripped his fucking pants off. And yeah. Like, he, he couldn't. Look at my dick. And so he gets on the ground, and the woman who he calls Crescent, she does all the work. She he, does do all the work. He basically like Louis C.K.'d Crescent. He just like whips his dick out immediately. She did she, all the work. She, she was there for work. it. She was there for it. He describes reaching his climax as very painful. He was she got a barge vagina. Maybe. Like we don't know. We don't know any anything about the aliens. No. He's like, my first time David was sure does. Well, now he knows him inside and out. Mm. 
He likes those cosmic brownies. He knows croissant like the back of his hand. He wakes. Sorry, left or right hand? Uh, It depends on what his dominant hand is. (laughs) Sounds like a righty. He wakes up 15, 20 minutes later, not knowing how he got there. And with his pants around his knees, he gets up, pulls up his pants and his underwear, and just off he goes. Just trot-trotting back home, I guess. That was fun. That's how he lost his virginity. That was I mean, it. I'm, I'm here for it, dude. I'm fucking here for it. In the documentary, he was like, well, I thought I'd, I figured I'd just lose it in the backseat of a Ford. Yeah, that was the best <laughs> fucking part of the... I figured I would have lost my virginity in the backseat of a Ford, but instead some hot alien babe came down and in the woods. shagged me in the woods. And did all the work. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a man. That's the crazy thing is she's always on top. Always. Always. I can't get there if she's on top. That's kind of boring. It gets boring after a while. Doing all the fucking work is boring. Listen, these hips ain't what they used to be, so I'm, I've got about... Uh-huh. <laughs> no. no. You're no. saying you need a hip replacement? I might. <laughs> I'm just not... No. You got like five seconds max. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, well, the the more you know. Have a big star. <laughs> Fuck off, Eric! <laughs> anyway, so David leaves George at 19 for New York City to pursue a career in art. Not long after he moves to the Big Apple, does he have his next encounter? During the transportation strike of 1965 to 1966... He's walking home in a rainstorm when he sees a big black car pull up next to him on Fifth Avenue. A woman rolls down the window and asks, where are you going? He says, just, you know, just take me across to the other side of Central Park and he can walk the rest of the way. She tells him to get in and then they get to the other side of the park. She lets him out and he says, thank you. Later that night, he dreams about a woman's face coming toward him, and he claims that he doesn't remember anything after seeing her face. Each morning, for months, he would hear a voice in his head saying, quote, we'll be back tonight. So, after this, he's having this internal battle of, like, is she real? Is she not real? Maybe she is. She No, she's not. And... He was walking down the street one day whilst having another one of his internal battles, and he sees a flower shop. And in the window, he sees these pink cyclamens, so he decides to buy a bouquet of them. And he brings it back to his apartment, and he says, if she's real, then these flowers are for her. And I guess, I don't know if he, like, mentally says he it. or bought like, her flowers. That's the craziest shit. I can't even get fucking flowers. And this alien broad's getting flowers. What's it say about you, Sam? I get flowers. I don't get any flowers. I'm not an alien. I just like flowers. Well, that's because your pussy's out of this world. Oh, that was sweet. Hey! Love you guys. I am painfully single. Sorry, Sam. Do more than five seconds, dude. Yeah. On top. No, thank you. I I lock up, man. Push through. Feel the burn. Hit, Listen, it's burning. Hit the gym, man. I don't know what to tell you. 
I am in the gym. <laughs> that doesn't help my hips. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you there. Listen, this is platinum down here. I'm just not on top. Is it I'll get on top for a little bit, but like not the whole thing. We switch in positions. That's okay. I'm okay with that. I get bored in the same position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm going to start going off in my own world with unicorns and cryptids. If, just if start disassociating. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty normal. Yeah. That's accurate. So, the next morning, the flowers are gone. So, she took the flowers. She took the flowers. And he's like, oh, fuck, this is real. I'm also like, I mean, oh, that fuck. would be like a huge fucking indicator. That, oh, no, I'm not crazy and this is real and I can't, nobody's going to take me serious. Dude, the amount of like pressure that would be on him at this time where it's like your whole reality has just shattered. Mm-hmm. It's like. What the fuck is happening? Literally. I'm being fucked by aliens. I'm being, and I liked it. I'm being milked by the aliens. Nightly. At least someone's getting I'm not. Action. I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't complain about that. I just wouldn't complain about that. I'd just be like, well, you know, I'm, get, I'm getting it in, you know? At least someone's getting it. There's, there's no bad side effects. He's not getting the radiation poisoning. That's true. There is no alien gonorrhea. Yeah, he's 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 not got that. uh, Crescent is clean. Crescent is clean. She's a good girl. Good, good good alien babe. Mm. So he prepares for the next night's visit. He cleans his apartment as if he as if he's getting ready for a date. He says. How romantic. Later that night, he says that him and Crescent were rubbing heads together. Oh. Like actual heads, not. Well, I hope she doesn't have a head. That would just be... Uh Well, it is 2023, so... Exactly. I mean, if alien chicks have dicks, then... uh, Ladyboys in Thailand have dicks? Or is it the Philippines? It's Thailand. It's Thailand. So, brace yourselves for this one. He says that one night, his wall opens up and there stands crescent telling him that her baby is dying and he's like wait what what baby and she says your baby and he's like so okay well let me see my baby like i have a baby an alien hybrid baby at first, Crescent says no, but sh- but David keeps insisting that he see his baby. So she finally just kind of like Simba's the baby up at him. Yeah, she just like pulls his baby out of a container and, and shows it to him. But this harkens back to the first story we read where after the uh, alien had sex with Boas, mm-hmm. she rubbed her belly and pointed up at the stars. It's like space, baby. I have your seed. Yeah, it's like, ah, I am pregnant now. I go back to the stars. Mm-hmm. So she holds up the baby, and he's like, no, 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 don't hold it like that. Cradle the baby in your arms. 
And he's like, he like wants to like step through the portal. The portal, yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. And she tells him, no, he's not allowed there. But eventually he go. He does end up going through this portal in his wall. And the praying mantis thing is there now. And he's like, you're not allowed here. Yeah, we, we never really touched on that much earlier. So one of the other alien subspecies that he sh- that is seen isn't like the little hairy furry man. And it's not the, the gray females or the gray drones. It's these praying mantis things, which I've heard about before. I've never. Is working with the grays. Never. It's like the grays and the drones of these like bug aliens. Never heard of them. But I'm like, you. this is the first time I've heard of it like in a sexual aspect, which is very fascinating to me. Which makes me think that this story might have credence. Because he seems very genuine when he's talking about it. I believe that he believes it happened. Um, The same way. So the praying mantis thing is there. And he's like, you're not allowed to be here. Looking like Zorak from Space Ghost. (laughs) And David's like, no, I want to see my baby. And he turns to Crescent and who's still holding this baby and he reaches over to touch the baby and as he touches it what he describes as like a static electricity transfers over from his hand to the baby and the baby starts moving again he basically like defibrillated the baby yeah. with his his touch so the praying mantis thing is like oh shit okay well come with me and he takes David into who is butt ass naked in these these paintings, by the way. Yeah, what happened to his clothes? He's a nudist. I don't know. He's like anyway. He's naked a lot in these photos. He is like, these paintings. He's naked a lot. So, praying mantis guy takes David to this room full of incubator thingies of just babies, a whole wall. Maybe the whole room. I don't know. Babies every fucking where. And David's like, what are these? And they're like, oh, they're, these are your babies, homie. <laughs> and the next depiction was that he painted his reaction, didn't he? Because mm-hmm. he was like. Yeah. yeah, he was horrified. It's like every, these, it's every man these at the DSS human office babies with gigantic test. fucking eyes. I imagine the alien giving birth as a seahorse does. That's how many babies there were. Just like a spray of I would them say out. they might look like the fucking baby from Men in Black when Will Smith delivers it. Oh, the squid? Yeah, the squid baby. It just shoots out. Yeah. Yeah. But what's crazy about this shit is how many there are. It was a whole what room. Is, what is the gestation cycle? Like, what is... It, it's, it's I mean, she fascinating. came and fucked him every single night, right? Yeah, but... I mean, how quick not, is she shooting them babies out? Can't. I mean, but you have to also. I can't believe you're entertaining this about this. Anyway, so you're entertaining is, it. It's a true crime podcaster at heart. Sam is like very, having a very hard time with this. This <laughs> subject an matter. Existential crisis. <laughs> anyway, so okay, so like our day is twenty four hours, right? Yeah. So like, is their day the same? 
as like the same length or like is it nine like months in the yeah one day? is it like you know does it cycle? go faster because they have like what feels like minutes up in like the spacecraft did you like days have passed mm-hmm. well so i wonder if it, they have some type of like hyperbolic time chamber thing that like speeds time up <laughs> So she's just sitting there just like, bloop, pop, Shooting bloop, out pop. fucking babies every what day. What the fuck? Or is it like It's like, multiples? I'll be back tonight. And by the night, nighttime, she's already giving birth. And then what does they, is it like multiples coming out at the same time? Like a like, litter? Oh, no. I don't want to talk about her clitty litter, okay? Ooh. I don't fucking want to. I don't want to know about that clitty litter either. It's like a face <laughs> hugger from Alien. <laughs> Gross. So this begins his claims of having sex with multiple alien women. And he has paintings that depict each interaction, intercourse. Some of those aliens were stacked, I gotta say. Okay, the one he's like, oh, she was much larger and stronger. She reminds me of the alien from Dude, Where's My Car? But you know what I want to see? At the end where they like all come in. Like... That's what I that's Okay, what I he's painted them like human women with the alien head of heads. an alien gray. I want to see the aliens like for the chick with three tits from Total Recall. Mm. Like, that's what I was expecting. I, I want to see like more titties and just a tit monster with a vagina and just crazy shit. That's not what you got. No, that's not what you got. You got normal body. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of space I, in I'm between like, those this, titties. I'm like, this is... This is an extraterrestrial. There was some serious widening, or I don't know what was going on with that. She had no cleavage. <laughs> Bitch had stripper titties. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Look, I have nothing but love for strippers, but most of the time, stripper titties are hangers. Mm. Hangers. Yeah. What does that mean? They hang down. Not perky. Oh, well, mine not where they're supposed to be anymore either, so I ain't gonna hate on them. Christian doesn't have that problem, but, you know, here we are. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, just I was expecting more. I was expecting more boob from alien tits. I expected them to be like fucking purple or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, purple nipples on a gray body. That would make sense. Maybe not like, even green. Not I like don't know. Human body alien head. And black hair. With piercing like blue eyes though. Mm-hmm. The eyes were the creepiest thing about these paintings. It really was. It was like they were staring at you and it was very off putting to me. It was very unsettling. You would not be able to nut. No. There no. would be no nut. I don't think you have a choice in that. Yeah, I, I think so we have no reason why it's fucking painful. So realistically, guys, we've covered that grip down. Like I said earlier, got that gorilla grip. We've covered the fun ones this episode. There's other ones where it is not fun, and it's just like they they hook you up to a milking machine and just suck the cum out of you. Mm. Well, at one point, David was coming into a bowl. Yeah. So yeah, they made David like come into a bowl like a chalice. I went drinking from it. Were they? <laughs> Cereal bowl. <laughs> it's a long, it's a long trip. I need to hydrate. 
You know, need my protein. Gonna, uh, never mind. I'm not even going to just. I already see the disgust. I, I can just see them she like. Knows where I'm going with this. I can just see them abducting men and like. Hooking up to like this weird milking machine, and they look like California raisin spots. I believe, <laughs> just husk of, husk of them former selves. Yes, gross. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, shit, guys. So, what do you ladies think about our first installment of Fifty Shades of Grace? I'm still horrified. I'm traumatized. So I have a slight theory. Oh, I'm open for it. These stories have existed long before just the flying saucer era. But these people would be like, a demon came and fucked me in the middle of the night, like a succubus type of thing. Mm. These could be this a similar entity that lead to nocturnal ignitions. I don't like the way you said that. Night this really coming. is the remix to Ignition. Night coming. Ew. Winter is coming. <laughs> I was th- I was going the night rider route, but okay. That's Crescent's job. <gasps> I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yet because my job's getting ready to come up here in a second. That's true. Is it time? I was going to make a very fucked up joke. I'm like, actually, Sam, you can go ahead and leave. She can start her job early. I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to fight She can you. start night riding right now. Oh, no. All right, I'm head out. All right, I'll see myself out, guys. Y'all have fun. Well, I'll keep it short and sweet. Number one, we appreciate you guys so much. And... Thank you for the downloads. Please make sure you guys have your auto downloads on and make sure you guys are following us on all of your podcast needs. We are here for you. If you want to continue to see our podcasts, as Eric calls them. Yeah, um, the podcasts. Yep. Um, Instagram. Brother, yep. Facebook. I don't post them on Twitter. That's okay. I fucking hate Twitter. I, I really do. Um, I make a few posts on there, but it's mostly just like... And Bullshit. Please let us know what you guys thought of this episode. It took a lot of. Uh, this was a fun one. It I, took a lot of texting and convincing for Sam. We'll just say that. Sam didn't want to do this episode she did at all. Not. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. We appreciate you. I mean, you're look, the MVP, most valuable podcaster look, on look, this one. Sam, I'm the MVG, we most cover, valuable ginger. We cover true crime. And you like true crime, though. I do love, I do love true crime, but we haven't done a UFO episode in so long. I didn't realize this, we hadn't done one that, we that long. It hadn't been that like it's been that fucking long. So we've been overdue. But I made a promise that we're going to do more a little bit more of a focus on UFOs this year. I, I don't mind it. Just but no more just, alien fucking, please. Oh no, we'll I'd save, rather them wreak havoc. Well, that is un- wreaking havoc. Unfortunately, Sam. Alien sexual assault and UFOs kind of go hand in hand. Mm. Sorry. Are you there with it? I'm here for it, though. <laughs> I was going to say. It, it's a good time. In fact, look, I'm wearing my Believe hat right now. I, looks like you got a Sasquatch on there, though. It's got a Sasquatch being abducted by a UFO. It's, it's pretty great. cool. 
It's great. great. Mm-hmm. I love it. But yeah, guys, um, let us know what you think in the comments. Um, leave us an Apple review if you can. We love those. Please. Spotify's can review, right? Spotify's can leave stars. They can't oh, leave an actual yeah. written review. They can't leave a written one. They went to Spotify. So, yeah, Spotify needs to step their game up. But leave us reviews. We love you guys. We got some true crime coming up next week. Uh, it's it's a case that's been requested, and it's a case that's near and dear to Sam's heart. It is. And then we're going to get into more like cryptids and UFOs and shit. I'm sorry. I had to contain myself there for a second. We got some serial... We got a serial killer coming up. Um, we, get, we got a ton of shit going on. So, guys, until next week, we love you, and we'll see you next Friday. Stay creepy. Stay spooky. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion? Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.